Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com Alright, let's do this thing. Show's flying by on this uh, Monday evening. The sun is set in New York City. Gotham skyline is bright. The New York Giants on the road uh, this evening in San Francisco. Two disappointing uh, football teams this year that had uh, had higher expectations coming into the season, uh, no doubt. Uh, but uh, we've talked about this game from a gambling perspective quite a bit. We'll jump back into the props and uh, we kick the tires on the college basketball uh, board. We haven't talked too much NBA on the show today. We talked a little bit about the Jimmy Butler uh, deal, but let's talk about uh, these games from a DFS perspective right now with uh, one of my favorite guests and uh, one of the uh, smartest uh, men in DFS, Drew Dinkmeyer joins us, DailyRoto.com's uh, Drew Dinkmeyer. Drew, it's always a pleasure. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well after a, a nice day yesterday on the Sunday show, the Mark Ingram, the Dante Moncrief. I feel like I'm rolling, so let, let's get to it. You're always rolling. You're rolling. Yeah, you're, yeah. Roll, you're rolling. You're rolling. Snoop Dogg. He rolls weed. You roll money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, game. Well played. I gave. I gave you credit. Actually, I took. I took Mark Ingram, and I won a couple of bucks, but I, I didn't do great. But uh, you know, it is what it is. So, did you cash yesterday? You made some money yesterday, uh, and uh, in the football world. Yeah, I had a good day yesterday. I won the $50 single entry draft uh, contest on DraftKings. Had a Mitchell Trubisky stack with uh with Tyreek Hill and a couple other dudes who went off so yeah Aaron Jones so it was a, it was a good day it was a good day for me for sure good stuff congratulations to uh, to Drew Nickmar all right so let's try to have yeah. a good day for everybody tuning in here tonight you know it's funny I was just I just have the Giants uh, team page up here Drew and I'm looking I was just curious I wanted to look at their numbers here and you know everyone talks about Eli Manning Eli Manning Eli Manning and this is where stats can kind of be deceptive but um, the you look at their offense; they're actually ranked seventh in the National Football League in passing, which is crazy. Like the they actually throw over three hundred and four point three yards a game, but they're ranked uh, they're ranked thirty first rushing the football, only seventy seven point nine yards rushing the ball. Giants have done all right against the pass. So when you're looking at this game here tonight, now we'll get San Francisco's numbers up here. When you look at uh, when you look at the games and the matchups here, what's the who's the most exploitable side? Is it like the you know the, like is it the the Niners on the ground in the air like who are you looking to exploit here? San Francisco's pretty good at rushing the football, but um, you know are they, is that the plan? They're going to run the ball, the Giants. What, what's the exploitation matchup tonight? I think it's difficult to figure out exactly what San Francisco will do. We know with Kyle Shanahan's offense, he's one that likes to use the play action heavily, and so he likes to establish a running game and then lean heavily off the play action to open up kind of the immediate level of the field that he attacks 
we've only seen one game of Nick Mullins, and it was against the Raiders, who you know everybody in the NFL is just stomp, stomping all over. So it's it's difficult to get an expectation on him. And the other thing with leading Raheem Mostert. You know, the, the Giants ha- or the 49ers excuse me, have had all these challenges this season with establishing a, a clear number one running back in part because Matt Breida has been hurt throughout a big portion of the season. So will they turn the reins over finally to Matt Breida? Difficult to say. And, and I think that the from a fantasy perspective, from a DFS perspective, the, the story about this game is that you've got one offense that is very concentrated. We know exactly where the opportunities are going with the New York Giants. But it's an offense that has struggled to put up points. They do put up yards, but they struggle to put up points. And then we have another offense that you know hasn't been explosive by any means, but has all these different players mixing in different combinations because they have shared roles and shared responsibilities. So from that advan- from that vantage point for us, it's very clear that you want to attack more reliably the Giants side of the equation. And then with the 49ers, you're kind of shuffling, if you're playing multiple lineups, you're kind of shuffling through some of those secondary pieces that are cheaper and more affordable. We were looking at the props earlier, Drew, and I'm a big prop better. But as we go along, the numbers get crisper and sharper. Yeah. They just do with the props. They're I mean, right the, the, the books have the data, and it's very, very tough, especially with the high profile players. Like Odell Beckham tonight is seven and a half catches. You know, he's got eight catches generally. That's sort of his deal a game, but it's tough to bet that over or under. Saquon Barkley is six and a half catches. I'm looking right now at the DailyRoto.com props page, uh, the prop tools for the wide receivers right now. Is there anyone here? Is there a player that sort of catches your eye? Because like you said, for me, I'm going to bet Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, to go over 276 and a half passing yards. Uh, he's gone over that in six of his eight games this year. But I'm looking at the wide receivers, and they spread it out so much, I really don't want any pieces of it. I've bet on Goodwin props a couple of times because I'm always thinking one big bomb and he can get his yardage yeah. prop right there. So I, I, I sort of flirt with him, but I've been burnt a few times. Out of these, like, is there a guy that you like tonight, like DFS that's flying under the radar that we can sort of correlate into a prop bet tonight? Possibly. Um, Kendrick Bourne is the cheap guy on the on the 49ers that we expect to replace most of the production from Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon was out two weeks ago. Kendrick Bourne got 10 targets in that game and played a big percentage of the snaps. The, what the 49ers do with their offense is they have very specific roles that players play. And so they don't like elevate a slot guy to an outside role if an outside receiver is out. So they have, you know, for the outside receivers, they've got basically Marquise Goodwin and then Kendrick Bourne. And then, you know, behind them, Dante Pettis and maybe Victor Bolden, if he's active, he probably won't be. But for the slot role, they've got Trent Taylor and Richie James Jr. And so I think you can expect Kendrick Bourne will be the one to pick up the majority of the Pierre Arson uh, absence simply simply because he plays outside. And those other guys, Richie James, Trent Taylor, they play uh, solely inside. So, you know, I, I don't know what Kendrick Bourne's prop is. Is out there we've got him for like 38 receiving yards uh today but just given the fact that he hasn't played a ton you might have an uh a, a decent number out there well drew we always like to take a look at you know like uh taking things in a different direction like we always look at the kickers the total is going up in this game but still very low at uh 45 in comparison to, to other games and if you look at them versus the cheap players we're averaging 8.8 you got you know you got robbie good as gould and uh yeah, you know, like, what do you think about this strategy? Like, would you think about using a kicker? Because you said it, other than Bourne, I'm looking at cheap receivers like Pettis and where they've had no production. Like, worse, like the kickers at least are averaging eight or nine. These guys have nothing. 
Yeah, the other thing about these offenses is both neither offense has been very successful converting in, inside the red zone red into zone. touchdowns. Yes. And, and yes. while they can move the ball, um, that's what's led both of these kickers to have more opportunities this season than their overall offenses might suggest. So, you know, our, I think our first optimal lineup has both kickers in it. So we do like the kickers on this slate. Obviously, if you're playing GPPs, kickers always have somewhat of a limited upside. The ideal environment for a kicker is really a lower reception level game with like mid-tier scoring which i think this kind of suits that um even though the total is going up it's still you know mid 40s it's not one of those 50 plus games um so i i, I think it it suits that and both of these teams um you know the the 49ers have been able to generate big plays this season the the giants have not as much um so you know the 49ers certainly fit the recipe of kind of uh, the type of game that would suit a kicker well uh, so I do it to you every week, uh, Drew. You know it's coming. Who's the captain? Uh, how do we approach the captaincy here tonight? Because if you go with Saquon Barkley, it's pretty expensive. And yeah. it puts you in a pretty tough spot putting your lineup together after. You, get, you can't really get both quarterbacks in tonight. And, you know, Eli, what, do you, what, what about both quarterbacks? Is it a two-quarterback night tonight? And So what's your take on the captaincy and the quarterback situation? I do not think it is a necessity to play two quarterbacks. I don't even think it's a necessity to, to play one. You can build lineups without either quarterback. The reason being, quarterbacks derive, derive so much of their value from touchdowns. And so some of the same reasons that we don't mind the kickers are the reasons that we're less high on the quarterbacks relative to most showdown slates. And neither of these quarterbacks project as running quarterbacks. We know Eli doesn't at all, but Nick Mullins doesn't project as a great rushing quarterback either. So they are going to be very dependent on touchdowns to generate their value uh, as far as the captain goes i think it's really down to primarily three players uh saquon barkley odell beckham and george kittle the 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 one player that if you wanted to go with a cheap captain to kind of get all the other pieces you want would be kendrick Bourne. would be the of, of the cheap guys that we like but in general that captain spot you kind of want a player that can really break the slate in terms of scoring and the three guys we think can do that are saquon odell and george kittle and if you go born, Cam, if you go with Barkley at the captaincy, it costs you yeah. 19200 in DraftKings. But if you throw Bourne in the lineup, you know, that, that softens the blow because he's exactly. only uh, 2000 I wish we had a $200 guy like last week. <laughs> exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, I'm looking at my lineup, guys, and I have Barkley, Gold, Breda, Roses, Bourne, and Kittle, and I got $3,600. So, yeah, we can even upgrade if you put... That's the thing. If you put these kickers in there, Drew, you get you got change for to get whoever you want. You said it. Bourne's a real steal tonight. This is good news. Yeah, I think I think Bourne should be on the field quite a bit, which really would open up the the salary. And then you know, hopefully, what you get there is you know, if you're going to play both kickers in the lineup, what you're hoping for is that the top guys, the guys like Barkley and Odell, and you know, Kittle are the guys or Brieda are are the guys who are doing almost all of the work. And then whatever's left over in the red zone goes to the kickers. Uh, what hurts you with the kickers is if a lot of the secondary pieces do well. If, you know, Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard have big games, then the kickers are less likely to be valuable um, simply because they're going up against other players uh, a little price just ahead of them that have more overall upside because of the reception volume. Drew Dinkmar with us. All right, uh, Drew, so let's move on to the NBA uh, right now here this evening. and. Uh, in the NBA, it's always to clarify and sort through all the injuries, and I know I'm sure it's even pissing you off to do this interview right now, but I see you'll, you'll be off at 6 minutes, so you, you can get back. Good point. Is it making can, money time, Gabe? You're costing them money. Yeah, exactly. It's crunch, crunch, crunch time for them right Sorry. now. But what, what, are the, what are the major injuries tonight in the NBA, i.e., 
injury replacement player. So is Tyus Jones. He's just not that good. So I don't like going into him, even if everyone's banged up uh, Minnesota. But who's the who's the cheap player tonight that we got to put in our lineup because of the injury or somebody sitting out tonight? We're still waiting. That's the, that's the hard thing is that we don't have any solid news on, um, you know, any injury-related issues right now. Right now, you know, Jeff Teague went through shoot-around today, so we still don't even know what the Minnesota yep. situation, if Jeff Teague is actually going to be out game-time decisions uh, as well, right? Wiggins, same deal. Jared Allen, same deal. If Jared Allen wasn't able to play, that would open up Ed Davis, who's really affordable on both sides and would be a really good play. We're waiting on Nikolai Miritich as well. We're waiting on Avery Bradley, who had opened up Patrick Beverly and uh, Shai Gilgis Alexander, the rookie for the Clippers, who've been playing well, are both cheap. So we're still waiting on a lot of pieces. I would say one name that is affordable that we're not waiting on that's coming back from an injury is the Spurs uh, point guard, Derek White, who basically got the point guard starting spot by DeJounte Murray getting hurt in the preseason, but then White promptly got hurt right after him. And so the Spurs were playing the first you know, 10 or so games without Derek White. He came back two games ago on a minute's limit, was inserted in the starting lineup, didn't really do much. Last game, second game in there, got into the flow of things and had a good game. And I think he's only $4,000 on DraftKings right around there. Uh, he's one of the, the guys who's kind of coming back from an injury uh, that looks looks decent uh, for, for a source of salary relief. I was going to ask you, Drew, about uh, Zach Levine. He's really been putting up numbers uh, for the Bulls right now. And if you look, you know, the optimizer has him pretty high at 45.54. And then, like, around the you know, the other guys like Simmons, Leonard, Davis, obviously more expensive, but he's hovering there. Is uh, he, he a good play in Chicago? Could be able to point up points against uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Two horrible teams, maybe no defense. Yeah, the nice thing about, you know, the Bulls is you know exactly where the shots are going right now. It's, you know, it's basically with, with the absence of Laurie Markkinen and without Bobby Portis, um, and without Chris Dunn, all the all the shots are going to Zach Levine and Jabari Parker. And then the other guys are mostly spot-up shooters. Wendell Carter will kind of get his from time to time, but he deals with foul issues. So Levine has this huge, huge role, and he's really taken a step forward this year, getting to the rim, improved his efficiency. The price has risen uh, over the course of the last week, but not enough in our eyes, especially for a guy who... You know, the last few games he's played 39, 38, 49 minutes, which was a double overtime game, so 39 regulation minutes. So he's out on the floor a ton, too. He's playing 38-plus minutes a night. Uh, the matchup with Dallas without Wesley Matthews, one of their better perimeter defenders, even at his older age, uh, it, it's a it's a good one for Zach Levine. So we're we're very bullish on uh, on Zach there for for an intentional pun. The Bulls have a 107 implied total tonight, so uh, it's it's a good spot for Zach Levine. He, he and Carl Anthony Towns are the two kind of mid upper tier guys, along with Kawhi Leonard, that really look like really strong plays tonight. Uh, before we get you out of here, we only got a couple of minutes left. Always love talking sports with with Drew Dinkmeyer, DailyRoto.com. Um, Mo Bamba uh, tonight is he in play with Gordon out? And we've seen this kid. You know he's producing in limited minutes. I mean, twenty nine uh, DK points in eighteen minutes, twenty six fantasy points in seventeen minutes. Very impressive uh, fantasy output when this kid's on the floor. Drew forty one hundred dollars tonight. He is an impressive per minute producer, but Aaron Gordon is actually going to play tonight. They came back in reverse court. So, oh, Gordon's today. back in. Oh, yeah, okay. so Gordon's back in. So we've got a minutes projection on Bamba, just around 20. So he's not in play for us tonight, just not enough minutes there. But that's a guy that this season, at some point, if Nikola Vucevic misses games, you're going to want to be in on Bamba. Because as you mentioned, just a really, really intriguing permanent producer right now. Uh, just doesn't have enough playing time in that front court. 
Okay, what about Oklahoma City Thunder tonight with Westbrook? Uh, unless he's back, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, 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 he's going to. Yeah, I know. He's, he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, I know. This this matchup's great too with Phoenix, and you know, I I think all three of the main uh, Oklahoma City guys are in play tonight: Paul George, Dennis Schroeder, Stephen Adams. All three of those guys just dominate the rates, the usage, yeah. the rebounding rate. I particularly love Steven Adams tonight. I love taking centers against DeAndre uh, Ayton, the, fir- the first overall pick for the Phoenix Suns. Very talented offensive player. Has absolutely no idea what he's doing on the court defensively yet. And opposing big men are just eating him up uh, start after start. So I-, I really like Steven Adams tonight, but all three of those guys are in play. Are we priced out of uh, are we priced out of Siakam's range right now? Pascal Siakam, yeah. player, I mean, player of the week, season. Gabe. Player of the week. Yeah, it was real nice. We used to get him for $3,900, man, yeah, and now he's up to, uh, <laughs> yeah, is he too expensive Too expensive for you now, Drew Siakam? He is, and I love I love that dude. He's such a good player. He's such a, he's a really good young player for Toronto fans out there, someone to be really excited about. The challenge with him is just Toronto is just such a deep team. They have so many guys that, that are NBA quality players that can play on it night-to-night basis and with Kawhi Leonard back the minutes just aren't the ceiling on the minutes just aren't as high so with Siakam's price tag rising it's tougher to to uh to go there hey great stuff as always Drew we appreciate your time now we'll let you uh crunch your numbers and get caught up with who's playing and who's not (laughs) awesome guys take care there's Drew Dinkmar so I'll tell you what now that uh, I know Gordon's back I think uh, I'm liking the magic did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fire for joining us. Lineup Block Live. Light Up Block Live continues. So, um, Steph Curry is out tonight. Our Golden State Warriors. Yeah, Curry's out. We got word that Aaron Gordon is in. Um, Gotta believe Clay Thompson becomes uh, something to take a look at tonight, Cam. It's $6,900, actually. Clay Thompson. I wouldn't mind Durant, but uh, Durant's $11,000. Too expensive. too expensive. If you want to put Kawhi Leonard in, he's $8,700. Then Drew gave us some other guys, too. White from San Antonio. He's a steal at 4300 bucks. And Steven Adams, 6700 Yeah, I tried to, I tried to, because I like Levine, too, Gabe. His just numbers are off the charts for Chicago. Can't have them all. You can't have Leonard, him, and everybody else. Your lineup just gets, <laughs> it just gets too thin at the bottom. But there's a couple steals tonight. And just listening to Digmeyer, like Patrick Beverly, we don't know the whole situation with the Clippers. But, man, I was just taking a look, Gabe. He's $4,100, like 33.75, 24.5. Like, he's averaging way, way, way above his price. He's dirt cheap. And with the Raptors, we know... 
it's tr- it's tough with Siakam. He's uh, fifty, what fifty nine, and uh, we know how good Abaka's playing. He's been an absolute beast over this year. He's been great. But OG Ananubi, like I'll tell you, man, like his numbers very consistent. He's thirty five hundred dollars, and look, twenty three point two five, twenty two point two five, and twenty. The Raptors are so deep, and look at his minutes, very consistent, twenty five, twenty four, twenty five, twenty four. At thirty five hundred dollars, that's a bargain bin price. You might want to go down uh, OG Boulevard tonight, Gabe. You're an OG, Rage OG. <laughs> Yeah, a, uh, ex- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, how you doing? Another, another cheap player worth taking a look tonight is uh, Kyle Anderson. Kyle yeah, Anderson, Anderson of Memphis. He, yeah, he's four thousand dollars. Harrison Barnes, another player worth taking a look at tonight. Computers like Harrison Barnes quite a bit. I'm putting together my lineup right now. I've got a little bit of a problem. I'm just getting a little too greedy here. I've got Zach Levine, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns, and Clay Thompson. It's just it's too much. Yeah, you can't Son do it all. Man, I told I you, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, Towns. All right, Levine, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Levine's out. Gonna... <laughs> yep. Well, unless, unless he, unless the numbers really, really so. Levine, wow, I can't get him out. He's the number one projected shooting guard tonight, man. Correct. <laughs> it's very tough. Very how, tough. To how, the hell, how the hell do I get rid of the number one guy projected guy? You can't. Can't. That's the thing. Well, he's one of the. He's he's actually the second after Kawhi Leonard. I'd rather Kawhi Leonard though than Zach Levine, just because of the consistency factor. Demar Derozan very expensive. Drew Holiday's yeah. expensive. You know, you know who's uh, projected to put up some decent numbers, and he's a lot cheaper than these guys. Is uh, Bradley Beal, and then we get into Dennis Schroeder as well. Dennis Schroeder at seventy three hundred dollars. So. Levine's out, Schroeder's in. I'm a, I'm a Schroeder fan when um, when uh, when uh, when Westbrook doesn't play, but it still leaves me in a tough spot here. I'm still I'm still like a little greedy here. I'm going to see if I can find a power forward in the in the three thousand dollar range here. Yeah, you. you uh, I'm probably not yeah. going to be able to. OG OG's thirty five hundred. If you like, I'm telling you, it's a good play, and you you know, being a Raptor fan, how consistent he's been for the price. But yeah, finding somebody for thir- like he's thirty five, three thousand is real cheap. I worked out this line right good, now. Yeah. For, that's not yeah. bad actually. It's a steal actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I got right now, and it's got a lot of star power. This is just something I put together, but we don't know about the injuries. But Zach Levine for eighty three hundred dollars, Kawhi Leonard for eighty seven hundred dollars, Gallinari. Take a look at the numbers for Gallinari against Golden State for the Clippers tonight. The guy's been doing really well, very very consistent. And he's uh, fifty six hundred dollars. I was looking at and Randall, Gabe. What about Randall tonight, man? I'm telling you, sixty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Julius Randall, I'm a big Randall 48. fan. Julius Randall, forty eight point seven five, twenty two points, fifteen boards, three assists, two blocks. Look at this one, twenty six eight, like forty four, forty eight. Like he has been rock solid. He's on. He's on. I know the Raptors are good defensively, but still. So listen, to this. Levine, Leonard, Gallinari, Randall, center town. So. I want to put Steven Adams in because Digmeyer is smarter than I am. That's for sure. $8,900. White at the guard position for San Antonio. Uh, OG and Patrick Beverly. That's the team right now. So you got you got Towns, Leonard, Levine, like studs on the team. And then it's hard. You want to put four in there, but then it gets really expensive when you get those uh, extra guys. But uh, that's I like where you're going with Bradley Beal, too. He might be in a well, good listen. Spot. Yeah, well, listen to this team. I've got So I got Kyle Anderson. That was my point guard. Um, Dennis, and for the record, Kyle Anderson is loved by the DailyRoto.com optimizer tonight. 
So I got Kyle Anderson at $4,000. I've got Dennis Schroeder at $7,300. Kawhi Leonard, $8,700. Jeff Green, $4,000. Steven Adams, $6,700. Nice. Clay Thompson, $6,900. OG Ananobi, $3,500. Carl Anthony Towns, $89. That's a good team. Woo! Anderson Schroeder. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, loaded. That's a, Anderson, I'm that's getting a better team. at this. I'm telling you, Cap. I really am. Like I, I wouldn't be able to do a team like this two years ago. The optimizer helps, man, because it really tells you. That, know what it is, Gabe? It's the key to find value. Like it's a, it, the, you, yeah. you brought it up. The situation, like Levine. Yes, he's eighty. Well, Jeff Green, exactly. I've got Jeff you Green find here a guy. because Jeff Green is the highest projected guy at $4,000. Yes. So I'm not yes. just pulling his name out of the air here. The computer, I looked at the computer projection. He's the highest projected guy at $4,000. So, you know, like I know at least now, okay, I'm not just pulling this guy and I'm hoping swinging for something. Listen, he gave 35 points the other night in his last game. You know, that's that's eight times production, seven and a half times production. You know, at, at $4,000, all I need is 20 DK points to get, to get back my value, and I expect that he will. Orlando's not a great defensive team. Jeff Green's just got to hit a couple of threes, and uh, we'll get value. Like, each guy here is pretty good in a pretty good spot. Like, Kyle Anderson's going to get a lot of minutes. He's only $4,000. Uh, you look at Kyle Anderson's production, and um, he put up 28 DK points in his last game, 23 in a game before that, 24 in a game before that. So, basically, he's given you six times or more. You only need five. So, he's, he's playing 33 minutes a game or so, over 30 minutes. So, he's getting time. Dennis Schroeder, whenever Westbrook is out, he just puts up numbers, man. You know, 33, 28, 39, 30, 34, 34, pretty consistent. So, you know, Schroeder's a pretty consistent fantasy guy when he gets an opportunity to play. Kawhi Leonard's just a beast and a stud. Uh, Jeff Green's a nice value pick at $4,000. Steven Adams is a monster, and he gets to play against Phoenix, as Drew mentioned. Uh, he loves Steven Adams in this spot against Phoenix. Uh, Clay Thompson's going to get some looks tonight and some shots with no uh, Steph Curry there. Uh, OG Ananobi's only $3,500, and Carl Anthony Towns is projected to be one of the best fantasy players of the night. Now, that's a DFS lineup. Correct. Yep, that's uh, it's exactly what we talk about, man. And you, you brought it up. I remember the time we were doing it in your studio. We'd have players, but there'd always be like two or three guys. Oh, you know, and the optimizer goes away from throwing a darts. It gives you projections, and then you could work around what guys you like in there amongst their projections and find out when to save and when to spend. That's what Drew says. Hey, you got to spend. We like Towns tonight. We like Adams tonight. We like Kawhi Leonard tonight. We like Levine tonight. Like those are the like mainstay guys you spend, and then then you sprinkle down. And find those uh, value plays. Gabe, another guy to look for tonight. It's, he's also a hot and cold player, as you know, but at a very, very good price. TJ Warren of Phoenix, the last two games, he's been off the chain. 44.75 and 42.25. He has 54 regular points, like 29 points against Boston, 25 against New Orleans. He's 5500 bucks against Oklahoma City tonight. He's been going off. That's the thing about Phoenix. Uh, okay. A lot of, a lot of defense. <clears throat> All right, uh, so um, I gave you my NBA lineup. Uh, I'll give my NFL lineup, and we'll turn the mic over to Cam. So uh, my NFL lineup, but I, I can't lie. I'm going to put another one together, and it's it's tricky this this game tonight. Like it didn't it didn't really come easy this lineup. I was sort no, of bouncing it, it around, and it's interesting that Drew stated because I think probably Cam about ninety percent of the people playing will have at least one quarterback in the lineup tonight. 
And I I'm thought it was interesting that Drew said, you know what? He goes, ah, you don't really even need either quarterback in your lineup, to be honest. It's funny when you talk to the real pros like that. I would sort of assume, oh, you got to get a quarterback in here. But So I decided to, to roll the dice without the quarterback because I want Saquon Barkley as my captain. And he's so expensive in 19-2. So I got Saquon Barkley as my captain. I've got Odell Beckham Jr. I've got George Kittle. And then I went with the kickers, Robbie Gold and Rosas. Rosas. And, uh, and then I went with Kendall Bourne because he's only $2,000. But you're exactly right. Gold is projected to score eight or nine points in this game. Rosas is, is yeah. projected to score six to seven points. That's more. I'd rather do that than swing, roll the dice yeah. on one of these wide receivers yeah. that yeah, I don't Dante really know. Pettis, and take a look at these guys. I know Odell Beckham's going to get the ball. Exactly. I know Beckham's going to get the ball thrown to him. Like, I know that Saquon Barkley's going to get the ball. I know that Kittle's going to get the ball. So I'll get my production there and hope that the kickers get some field goals, a couple extra points. I think this is not a bad lineup. And a way Who's to your kick? It. We'll give you another one after. Who's Saquon Barkley. Dude, we have the Saquon exact Barkley. same team. We have the exact same team. I didn't, without even talking to you, so you have Barkley, Gould, Barkley, Barkley Jr., Beckham, Kittle, Gold, Rosas, Ro- Rojas, Born, and, uh, Born Born. and Kittle. Born and Kittle. I got the exact yeah. same team as same you do. Team. No money left. <laughs> Barkley is the king. Yeah, that's the lineup I came together after talking to Drew. He said we could only have a couple, two or three guys as the king. We made it Barkley. Went with both kickers, Gould and Rosas. Beckham Jr., you pay up 11800 Born and Kittle. Sign us up, Gabe. I like the team. And it's it's good with both kickers. I'd rather look at the kicker's average, 8.1 and 8.8. Take a look at the guys other than, like, you know, at that price, 3, 1. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 4.6. Morris, 5.2. The kicker's, like, average three to four points higher than every other guy in that price range. It's just, you know, Drew will tell you, do the math, right? It could happen this way. Maybe stops in the red zone, field goals. So we've got the exact same lineup, and uh, I'll put another one together just to shake it up a little bit. (laughs) For sure, for sure. um, I think it's a good lineup. I think think we can make some money. I enjoyed a $3 tournament uh, with it. I got Um, more money yeah, yeah, me kids. too. But I put uh, put through it. Well, whenever I put you, you entered the thirty dollar one stuff. That's where Dick Meyer's lurking, right? Like yeah. you know, I just entered three dollars, ten thousand dollar pool. Um, you know, I played the three dollar one yesterday. I, w- I want to play more, but I, I wasn't my. I was in bad shape yesterday, so. Um, but I entered. I put three bucks in. I got eleven back or ten back. So you know, actually, my lineup was pretty good, but uh, people just had better lineups. So a couple of guys, though. So Kittle's got to be in a lineup. The captaincy is a tough one tonight, though. It really is. I like Barkley as the captain because one thing we know about Barkley, take a look, Gabe, it's the production numbers. Like, you look at him over anybody. Like, take a look at the fantasy points per game average, and we know for the Giants to be successful, Barkley's going to have to do his thing. He averages 26.2 to Drew's point. Mullins had a career game in his one game. He had only had 22. So what's that tell you? He says... The touchdowns, like you, Drew brought up a really good point. Just because the guy, Mullins threw it all over the lot, too. Look at his numbers. And he still had four points less when you break it down. He was 16 for 22, 262 yards with three touchdown passes and a quarterback rating of 151.9. But listen, only 22.18. Barkley, on the other hand, when you do the running back yards in comparison to the quarterback, he's averaging more. And, and Mullins threw for three touchdowns, buddy. Like, you think he is he going to throw for three touchdowns tonight? I'll tell you something. Barkley is the king. Makes total sense because we know about Bark, Barkley and his volume. He's going to get the touches. He's going to get the throws out of the backfield. Tons of carries. I like it. I think Barkley's a good king. I know he's expensive, 
Sometimes you got to pay for it, Gabe. We're not buying a Pinto. We're buying a Cadillac. <laughs> here's, yeah, here's a lineup. Here, here's a lineup that I'm trying right now. I'm thinking outside the box on this one, Cam. Um, I made Bourne the captain. Ooh, that's balls. Big balls. Yeah, I made Bourne the captain. And now I've got Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham Jr., Nick Mullins, George Kittle, and this, uh, I don't even know this guy, uh, Jusswick. Jusswick? Oh, yeah, the 49ers uh, backup running back, yeah. yeah. Is that who he is, That's... a backup running back? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he gets touches. You'd be surprised, though. He actually, like, I well, I'm looking right now. He had one, one, yeah, yeah. one he had rushing attempt. Yeah. One rushing earlier, attempt. Though. Two receptions. He's only had like three carries, four carries on the year. No, you're right. He had that one game. Yeah, yeah, he had seven, yeah, six, six I, yeah. catches. You're right. Yes. I almost picked him up on the waiver wire in our really, really deep league. Like, that's how crazy it is. Like, I was looking at guys like him because we're like, we got three tight ends in this league. Like, it's deep. You go after, bat, like, third string guys and stuff. But, yeah, you know what? The thing is, it's good. We don't know about Breda, right? Breda's going to get the carries, but don't be surprised if he actually gets a couple touches. I think out of the cheaper guys. Well, you know. Yeah, he's twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. He's twenty four hundred bucks, right? So you can plug him in your lineup and sort of get some other guys uh, in here right now. I like to have multiple, you know, take multiple shots at this, you know. Yes, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. That's what you got. I got Barkley as both the captains. I guess uh, I could make Kittle a captain in one. You know, the Daily Roto Optimizer likes Barkley as the captain the most. That's the one that they're they you know he's 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 the one. They like to roll the dice. The optimizer though, like they've got one where the field goal kicker for the Giants is the captain. Like that, Rosas. Rosas. Yeah, Rosas. Rosas are red, violets are blue. Yeah, Rosas. <laughs> Rosas. Yeah, he's okay. He's a pretty good. Like kicker, another one. Look, like Eli Manning is the captain. Is something that not a lot of people are going to have. And if you do Eli Manning as the captain, you can still afford quite a few big players, actually. Like, uh, oh, no, not that much. I'm getting a little greedy here. <laughs> yeah, you, li- you like to get greedy. You, you, that's what yeah, you do yeah, with nah. these things. Yeah? You get greedy, and then you're like, okay, I got too many. You're kind of like me, Gabe, when we used to have pizza at work. I got greedy. I, 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 like, a, I like a lot of pizzas, right? I had to call uh, Meanie and those guys out. Oh, where's my pizza? Let's go. Yeah, I'm greedy. So what are you, what are you doing with your hockey? What are you doing with your hockey lineup? It's funny you mentioned that. I got a hockey lineup tonight, and I got Rangers in it tonight. Rangers in your backyard hosting the Vancouver Canucks. We could see goals in this game. These teams like to play high-flying hockey. Hey, Vancouver lets them in, and they score them. So let's start right now, Gabe. We're going to go with Sebastian Ajo, one of the best-kept secrets in hockey. But if you know hockey, you know this kid. 20 points in 17 games. Carolina's playing Chicago, and I'll tell you something. The Chicago Blackhawks are one of the worst teams in the NHL. It's absolutely shocking. I can't believe how bad they've been. Jason Spezza of the Dallas Stars is my other center playing Columbus tonight. He's cheap from my hometown. Hey, he's got 11 points in 17 games. I'd like to see Spezza shoot the puck a little bit more because he has skills, and he'll play on that Dallas power play. Very cheap at $4,000. Shefnikov of Carolina is my winger. He's actually picked up his game over recent games. He's getting more ice time, and he's also on Carolina's top line, which is very, 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 very vital, and these guys are lighting it up right now. Let me tell you something about Jimmy Vesey of the New York Rangers. He's very underrated and good. He's actually really on a hot streak, too. He's got five points in his last four games, 6.2 DK points against Columbus, seven against the Sabres. This guy's hot. Jimmy Vesey, a really good young player for the Rangers, Gabe, that are playing better than people thought. They're not that bad. Michael Furland of Carolina, this guy's a monster. 
He's got 12 points in 17 games. He does really, really well. He's on the top unit and gets power play time. Against Chicago tonight, I like a lot of Canes. We like Neil Pionk of your New York Rangers game, one of the best young defensemen. This guy's been great. Five DK points against Detroit, six against Montreal. He's getting tons of ice time. Nine points in 15 games for a defenseman is very, very solid. Dougie Hamilton, one of the top-rated guys for Carolina. This guy's a monster. I told you, all the time he's getting points. So we go him. And we got Kudobin as my secret goaltender and Kevin Hayes of the New York Rangers. Lots of Rangers in the lineup tonight, Morency. Picks and props on the other side. And we'll recap Cam's uh, lineup uh, for those of yeah. you that uh, don't, uh, Thanks, don't speed, uh, speed right. Yeah, we'll recap Cam's lineup on the other side. Game time decisions, lineup block live continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, lineup block live. Nailed down some DFS, we'll get Cavs hockey lineup again. Uh, take another call or two. Yeah. Give you our uh, picks and props uh, for the night. Our card's starting to come together right now. And in fact, I better fire this off to the Patriots. Uh, you know, Cam, I'm thinking of adding some hockey here. And I don't know if I'm getting greedy, but I'm liking the hockey board. I'm looking here. Thinking of Rangers at minus 130. Correct. Dallas Stars, minus 120. Correct. And uh, Nashville Carolina. Predators, minus 160. I'm doing everything, but um, I'm going I'm going to stay on, away from the Carolina I'm, one. I'm actually going on every home team again tonight. I'm going on every home team. Carolina, I don't like the juice. It's gone up to 170. I got it in at 155. I sound like Cohen in the morning. Uh, Rangers, I like against Vancouver tonight. Dallas, I'm in a good. I think they beat Columbus tonight with Kudobin. He wants that number one goalie job when Bishop's struggling and uh, struggling. And Nashville has been really hot on a road trip. But Gabe, they've been playing a lot lately. I'm actually going to take a shot with the Ducks, but uh, plus 140. I'm taking every home team in the NHL tonight. Hopefully, go three and one or four and zero. Oh. That'd be great. All right, I just sent uh, I sent one more email. Another email, yeah. I've already, uh, I, I, as I could tell you, two are in. The seven o'clocks are in, and I will work on the rest after the show. Let me see here. Check my. It's email. Rare for me yeah. to play play three hockey games, but that's what I'm doing uh, right now. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I, oh, you're perfectly. I'm right. I'm right on the. I'm on this uh, page, so I don't have to do much scrolling. <laughs> Dang, you're on the yeah, NHL okay. page. You are. Yeah, correct. I guess I'm not gonna. I'm not going to lay the 70 with the Hurricanes, but I get it. The Ducks are playing better, but I also am aware, Cam, that uh, the National Predators are 8-0 on the road. They're 13-3. and Yeah. Like, they're they're flying gonna... under the radar. as one of the best bets in sports this year. They they are flying under the radar. It's just one of those things that they've been playing a lot of, lot of road games. And Dallas had them on the ropes, Gabe, and Bishop really let them down in that game. They had a two-goal lead in the third, and uh, he really played poorly. I watched the game. Um, you're, you're right. Nashville's been on fire. I just say it's a long, long road trip. If they're going to lay an egg, I think tonight's the game, but I'm not going to talk you out of it. Man, they're a hell of a hockey team, and Anaheim's getting older. So so you like the Rangers, the Rangers Dallas, Rangers, and real surprise, Nashville. Cam. Ra- Rangers, Rangers been playing real well, real surprise. 
Yeah, Hainsworth just wrote a, a tweeted me about Neil Pionk. I watched this guy play, Gabe. Uh, the Rangers got good young players like him and Vessi. I watched this guy end-to-end rush. It was against Montreal, went deked out the whole Canadians team and beat Carey Price with a backhand up there. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Watch out. You said it. The Rangers are one of those teams. All these teams and prognosticators, oh, the Rangers are going to be the worst team in the league. Well, in hockey, it's a little bit different than other sports. Like, you find ways. Like, Montreal's struggling a little bit now, but a great start. Like, everybody talked about Ottawa. Oh, they're not even going to win any games. Well, they still win games. Like, it's different than other sports. The shittiest teams are not as shitty. Like, that's the way it goes. Like, the bottom feeders you know can what still it is win hockey? games. In hockey, yeah, exactly. Like football you and did. basketball, effort can only take you so far. Correct. You know what I mean? Like you can try in football, but if the other team's just bigger, faster, stronger than you, they're going to push you off the line of scrimmage and they're going to get open. There's nothing you can really, you can't, it's hard to will yourself to victory in football. You can once in a while, but it's real tough. You got a real, really good coach, trick plays and basketball, Basketball, same thing. You know, and it, it helps in basketball not to, you know, if you play defense and you don't make mistakes, you give yourself a puncher's chance to win a game. But as you mentioned, hockey's different. If you're just a nut job, balls out team in hockey, that four checks, you know, four checks, you know, back checks, uh, plays, plays responsible, tough physical hockey, block shots, you can compete. You, you really yep. can compete with less talent in a, in a hockey game. Damn you know, right, like you can. The best hot teams don't always have talent. You know, and another exactly. thing is, I'm not betting on teams with shit goal. T- like, like I look at goaltenders now. Every time exactly, you can have a great like, quarterback. You can have a great quarterback, but if you have crappy wide receivers, like one guy can't. You see it like with Saquon Barkley. Like Saquon, you can tell when he touches the ball. You're like, holy shit, this guy's like Barry Sanders. Yes, he is. But his line sucks. Like the guy's dodging like eight people all the time. You know what I mean? Like as soon as he gets the ball, there's like three dudes in his face, and there's only so much he can do. Right, like you know, like football's tough for a superstar to like change, you know, change the outcome of a game, and hockey's very similar too. You can have like really one good player in hockey, but that's only one line. Like he's only on the ice for seventeen minutes a night. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like just the old grit, like you saw it last year with Vegas. They didn't have stars. Nope, they were just all a bunch of pissed off guys that were all free agents that no one wanted. Exactly. Look at them this year. Now they're they're not not playing. They're not playing as hard. They're not playing as hard. They're being exposed. They played a game against Boston. Like, they they got beat up. Like, it's one of those games. Yeah, they're not the same Vegas team. And an interesting note tonight from Chicago, Carolina. I also like the over six, and I usually don't take overs, Gabe. We have two goaltenders against their former team. uh, Chicago, Cam Ward. Cam Ward for him. He's against, uh, he's with Chicago now and playing horribly. And Scott Darling used to be a Blackhawk, now Carolina's goalie. Should have a lot of offense in this game tonight. I also like the over six. I like Carolina and the over. I hate, I feel really bad for the Blackhawks. Like I looked at their roster, it's beat down. Like and Taves and Kane, they can't carry this team. And Alex DeBrincat's a good young player, but the rest of these guys are call ups. They're not the same uh, Chicago Blackhawks as we once knew. Yeah, and of course they fired. They fired Joel Quenville. All right. So speaking yeah. of Chicago. Speaking of Chicago, yeah. Chicago, Chicago yeah, Chicago. Let's send it to uh, Julio in Julio. Chicago. What's going on, Julio? It's mind-boggling that the Blackhawks decided to fire a Hall of Fame, soon-to-be Hall of Fame, three-time Stanley Cup-winning head coach for a young guy who's never coached in the National Hockey League. But, hey, that's why I make chump change as a play-by-play announcer slash radio producer. <laughs> yeah. What do I know? And, uh, and you do well, and we feel you. And you're doing a great job uh, doing it. But 
I think they did Quenville a favor. It's the end of an era. That that Blackhawk oh, team, yeah. it was a nice, hell of a run. Great. Like, run. Listen to these guys. They weren't like, like they're the old. Cheap, they're, they're not yeah, old, yeah. but they play too it's much. Not old. Like that's just yeah. caught up to them. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like like they got Taves right. So you got Jonathan Taves, Nick Schmaltz, Brandon Sod is hurt. Now look at these kids. Like Chris Kunitz is an old old player. Mart Martin's in. Like Kruger. These are role players. Kane's amazing, but he can't do it all himself. David Camp. Dominic Cahoon, Luke Johnson, like these are like people don't know these are not the yeah, Blackhawks anymore. You know why? Because they're they're paying they're paying those other guys big money and they're stuck. Yes, in, yes. Right? They, they didn't have a choice. They had to pay all those guys money, and, and the, the the role players aren't stepping up. But if you look, we'll get to the picks tonight. But if you yeah. look at the two teams that have sort of hit the gas and hit the wall in the last two years in the NHL, the LA Kings and, and the, the Chicago Blackhawks. Black Correct. And now you're seeing that maybe maybe the Penguins are about to hit this wall. Yeah, I where agree. the the oh, LA guys, Kings I... made it to the playoffs all the time, went deep all the time. They're tired. It's just it catches up. The Blackhawks went far all the time. They're tired. The Penguins, they, man, these guys are playing like 115 games a yep. freaking year, man. Like it's it's just it's too much. It adds up. Where the 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 thighs and the legs they just don't have yep. it. You know, they're it's just crazy. a step slower. Yeah, the wear and tear gets gets to you without a doubt. Uh, quickly, it's a terrible Monday night game. I was looking at the props to see if there's any real interest of watching. Maybe Odell Beckham uh, scoring a touchdown plus 110. Maybe sprinkle in a field goal prop with Robbie Gold. I think it was at uh, over 45 and a half. But I was looking at the college basketball board. The only game that piques my interest are the Buffalo Bulls taking on the uh, SIU Salukis. I believe the Bulls ranked 25th in the nation are about three, three-and-a-half-point favorites, depending on where you shop. Uh, SIU, they caught some breaks with uh, Kentucky struggling with some turnovers the other night. I, I, I like the Bulls in this matchup. And two teams that uh, are going to be interesting this year, Notre Dame are going to be on a downfall, watching them in person a few nights ago. Uh, Chicago State covered against Dundee, which was uh, amazing to see. And Indiana is a team that could make the Sweet 16 with Archie Miller as the head coach, that freshman Langford is going to be a star watching him in person. That guy's uh, quite impressive. Those are some, futures, some little futures that, I've, uh, that, that I'm circling. You know what? And, yep. uh, you know your college ball. I'm going to send you a message, actually. We'll get you on the morning show to talk, uh, talk about the games uh, later in the week. But a uh, game, college basketball, that caught my eye tonight was, and I'm going with it, I'm, I'm going with the Stanford Cardinal plus the 18 points. I, you know, I just find that these public teams like North Carolina are a little bit uh, heavily, heavily favored too much. 18 Extremely just seems like a favored. chunky number. Yeah, it's a chunky number at 18. And Vermont and Kansas, total is 150. I'm tempted to take Vermont, but I'm not going to push it. And I did say they beat Boston earlier. My bad. They lost 78-72 uh, to Boston University. Um, they're, uh, I think the game goes over the number. I mean, we saw Kansas late 92 up on Michigan State. They haven't played since, but they should get into the, you know, the mid-80s, high, you know, low. I think they're going to get right around there, 85, 87 or so. And Vermont should be able to give us enough, get into the mid-60s, and this game's going to get over the number. I like the over buck fifty in that one, Julio. It's a fun time to be a sports investor. Thanksgiving around the corner as well. Uh, you guys keep kicking ass. Keep up the great work. Congrats, Gabe, on the uh, morning syndication. Cam, hopefully to hear you on the morning show with Gabe as well. And uh, take care from frigid Chicago. Fall was short-lived. It's already winter here. 
Thanks, Julio. Hey, good stuff, Julio. Continued success. And yeah, I mean, you know what, Cam, with your Seahawks playing, I think Thursday will be a good time for your debut. Yeah, I, I, get I mean, you, you might, Thursday morning Seahawks Packers game. Yeah, make sure on Wednesday. Yeah, I won't. Uh, no, no late night drinks, Morenzi. I'll wake up with a, a coffee and a Powerade and get ready to power through. Talk to you on the morning show. Sounds like a good one. Yeah, Thursday morning, no problem. I was hurting yesterday, powering through that six-hour oh, show. I, oh, buddy, I know. I, I only do the four-hour with Galena and them. Galena gave you a lot of credit, actually, talking, because you were talking about the Patriots and the easy division and stuff. Like, we were talking about them, too. It's like, because I actually went on Tennessee pretty hard. It was one of my only, uh, like, good bets in football. Gabe, I, I don't know what got me into Cincinnati. Like, I checked my account. I put Cincinnati in teasers and whatever, like... Got to stop uh, doing yeah, that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, way too much uh, ownership of that team. Like, when things go wrong, you can really hurt yourself with good picks. Because I was on Dallas and Tennessee and Cleveland. Like, good picks came in. And then I'm looking, because I put Cincinnati and all everywhere. Like, got to stop doing that shit. It's really stupid. All right. But anyway. So, listen, talk. speaking of which, we better get, yeah, these shows picks. always end. And, uh, yeah, yep. so, you, you gave your hockey lineup again, right? You did. Um you gave your DFS yep. lineup again. Yeah, you yep, did yep, before we yeah. went to Julio. I can fly right. through it if you want, and I'll give you my quick picks and give the floor to you. Uh, we both talked about our, our lineups there, but, yeah, I'll give it to you one more time. Uh, Sebastian Aho, Jason Spezza, Shevchnikov of Carolina, Jimmy Vesey, Michael Furland, Neil Pionk is my super play in, on defense for the Rangers, Dougie Hamilton, who could open Dallas's goalie tonight, cheap at $7,600, and an underrated Ranger, Kevin Hayes. And the picks for me tonight, Gabe, in the NHL, I'm going with the New York Rangers, the New York Hockey Rangers at minus 130. I like Carolina. Got it at 155. It's up to 170. I like the over six in Carolina, Chicago. No defense and goals. The Dallas Stars minus 20. And my pooch of the night, quack, 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 the Ducks at plus 140. In the NCAA, I have a buddy who was really sharp in college basketball. He gave me Austin P at plus two and a half tonight. It's down to one and a half. Uh, they're playing South Florida. I'm just going to ride his wave in football. I like the Giants to the over on the teaser. I'm going to take the three points with the New York football Giants. Morency, what do you got for me? Plus your props. Probably got a blot well, on your you know card. What I, fi- I find it interesting. Uh, I find it interesting, uh, actually, uh, that the Orlando Magic were getting eight points earlier in the day. Eight, eight and a half. And Aaron Gordon was going to be out. Who's their best player? Uh, Aaron he's Gordon playing. is now, he's playing, and it only moved a half a point. It went to seven and a half. I think Aaron Gordon is worth more than a half point to the Orlando Magic. Um, Aaron Gordon's having a great year, too. So, all right, let's start off with our picks. We're going with the New York Giants on the money line, Cam. Uh, we're not even taking the points. Screw it. We're, we're going to take a teaser, too, to mix it up. But So we're taking the Giants on a money line at plus 150. Uh, I'm going with a Giants over seven-point teaser. I'm going Eli Manning over 276.5 passing yards. I'm going Nick Mullins over 236 and a half passing yards. I'm going long field goal over 45 and a half. So to recap my football picks, New York Giants money line plus 150. Uh, Giants uh, over seven point teaser. Eli Manning over 276 and a half yards. So we should note that Eli Manning's gone over 276 and a half in six of his eight football games this year. Uh, Nick Mullins, of course, went over this number in his one game uh, last week. And uh, we're going to go long field goal prop over 45 and a half. I wish it was 44 and a half. I hate the 45 and a half, but hey, it is what it is. College basketball, give me the Stanford Cardinal. Plus 18 on the road up there at Chapel Hill against the Tar Heels. I'm going to go Vermont and Kansas over 150 points. 
uh, college basketball. Vermont, Kansas, over 150 points. Like a lot of picks tonight. Uh, New York Rangers, sure minus do. 130. <laughs> Rangers yeah. to beat the visiting Vancouver Canucks, minus 130. Uh, Dallas Stars to beat the visiting Stars are like uh, they're hot right now. They're six two and two in their last ten games. Should Stars always screw me though. Yeah, I they always screwed re- me I hard on the weekend. Actually. They screwed me hard. They hard. Nice. So the Stars are minus a buck twenty in this spot tonight. And uh, Nashville Predators who are perfect eight and zero on the road, thirteen and three on the season, laying sixty cents at the pond. And one last pick. I got the Orlando Magic plus seven and a half in the NBA. Man, I got a lot of picks. So Giants money line, Giants over seven point teaser, Eli Manning over two hundred seventy six and a half passing yards, Nick Mullins over two hundred thirty six and a half passing yards, long field goal over forty five and a half yards, Stanford Cardinal plus eighteen, Vermont Kansas over a buck fifty, NHL hockey, New York Rangers minus one thirty, Stars minus one twenty, Preds minus one sixty, Orlando Magic plus seven and a half. That's a lot of action. That's a shit. Wow, man. You got a suitcase full of games there. If if it's a good night, it's going to be a real good night. And, Gabe, I've been noticing, uh, just to keep up with people, there's been a lot more of these 6 and 6.30 starts in college basketball. So just got to give the fair warning. I know we weren't betting Detroit Butler tonight, but these games are starting at 6.30 a lot of the time instead of 7. So maybe if we have to, those games, we've got to go a little bit er- the college earlier than the other stuff because they're, they're really liking to start these games. I know good the point. Big East is doing it too, you know. So we'll be on top of it. Yeah, this college stuff, as you stated, college, college, uh, college always starts a little earlier. So, you, you, um, yeah, I figure why take the points tonight, Cam? I'm just going right for the, uh, I'm just going right for the money line. On which game, the Giants? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I figured. I, I figured. That, yeah, yeah. No, I like the I like the money line, but I would take the three too. Say like the you know say they lose by three, kind of like yeah you know get a push. Like it's a good number. Like if it was two and a half, I'd say the money line, but three three flat, I I do both. Like I I'll split it up. I'll take plus three and then half on the money line. I'll split the unit up. Just because three is a flat number. One. I hope. I hope. I'm taking a chance that they don't lose by three. Yeah. They could win, yeah. I think they could win outright too. Like I, uh, Nick Mullins, one good game. We'll see. A lot of people like the Niners tonight, but yeah, we'll see what happens. All I'll right. So you like my gif? I was just, I was just searching for the right gif uh, for this actually for my picks. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Giant Giants money line. As I stated, man, I'm five and one in the Golden Nugget contest uh, so far this week. Six six wins would be real nice, man. Yeah, we're we're starting to climb the ladder in this, bro. Like we're 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 lurking. And That's you know what? I, I don't you. need to be higher. Like, I'm no. 65th place right now. That's fine. You know what I mean? I don't need the pressure of being top 10 all the way through here. It's like a horse race. You want to turn right, still yeah. feeling good with some gas left in the yeah. tank. Exactly. You want to be a closer sometimes. And I'll tell you one thing, man. The Golden Nugget Contest, seven games versus five, better for you. Better for you. Our boy Hanser says, screw the points. Orlando Magic money line. I like your style, Hanser. <laughs> Scout, Scout Radio.